Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series that we'll be covering in depth next week. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is my lovely co-host, David. Say hi, David. Hi, David. Oh, hello. What series are we covering this week, David? Oh, man, let's cut to the chase, because we're talking about Xan. Oh, it might be a little hard to cut with this dull-ass sword. Right? This dull-ass manga. This manga, this fucking sucked. Dull, shitty scrap of a fucking manga. You know what, though? What? This guy can do, uh, can do worse. He can, and he did. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, who is this guy? This manga was created by Noah, Noah, sorry, Noaya Su- Sugarita. Naoya? Naoya. Okay, now you, now you, Sugar- yeah. Sugirta. You want me to just do this part? You're supposed to do this part, I don't know why you're asking me to do it. Alright, cool. Well, as we both know, this guy uh, has done worse. This was written by Naoya Sugirta. The run dates were between July 24th, 2006 to November 27th, 2006. So this is like, this is a little older. Vintage. Hey, you can tell. Yeah. You don't have to be bad just because you're old. I'm rereading Yu Hakusho, which hasn't aged correct, but it's a lot better than this, despite being 15 years older than this series. You think that's impressive, David? I've literally been reading fucking Get a Robo. Aside from some very racist depiction of a black person, it's been pretty good. I mean, what manga wasn't racist before, like, 2015? Yeah, and this was the 70s. From what I've heard, that's kind of the only time in the manga that it's super racist, but it's not good. It is not a good drawing. But yeah, how long did this go? Because you did not put how many chapters or volumes this series went for, David. Fuck me. Shows you how much I gave a shit about this series. I don't blame you. We haven't mentioned it already, but this is the author of SWAT, which was previously one of the worst fucking manga we read on the show. Yeah, it was two volumes and 18 chapters, by the way. The U19 Club, there we go. Oh, yes, very good, very good. This manga was before SWAT, so he hadn't even... (laughs) This is where he applied his lessons to SWAT. Man, you know, I think he took the wrong lessons from this series. You mean, I think he should have just not made manga. I kind of felt bad I said that to the Golem Hearts guy, but this guy, like, yeah, he's really bad. Yeah, I mean, Dorodororon is better than Golem Hearts. Like, you, there is improvement But it's there. not five years better. No, no, absolutely not. But there is an improvement. Anyway, yeah. And that's how um, bad this is, is we want to talk about a mediocre manga instead. There is so little to glom onto with this fucking thing, but I'll get into the fucking plot summary so you know, all right? Do it, daddy. Oh, don't call me that. Anyway, (laughs) it's an alternate universe where swords aren't bad. So everyone in Japan got swords now. And one kid named Muriyama Zan has like a dull practice sword called a Ken Buto. But like, actually, did you know that it's secretly the best kind of sword unless you suck? And Muriyama thinks he sucks, but actually, believe it or not, he doesn't suck. You know, he's got, like, the Dunning-Kruger imposter syndrome going on there. But Murayama has a crush on this one girl named Tsukishima, but a creepy nerdy kid with swirly glasses named Kinoshita Shizuo tells him that he's got no chance. Then a big delinquent dude named Ushio lifts Murayama up by his collar like he's the fucking Undertaker, tosses him out of the classroom, and reveals that he has a cosplay replica of Sephiroth's blade, Masamune, from Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VII, in particular. Tsukishima steps in to save Murayama, who doesn't even realize that he could just easily kick Ushio's ass. Ushio is a misogynist, and Tsukishima tells him to stop making fun of girls, and this will be the main thing she says for the rest of the chapter. Basically just that. 
Tsukashima then tells Muriyama that since he's a weak baby, that she'll protect him, making him feel like a total beta male. Popcorn David. Kinoshita then flops on the floor in front of Muriyama. He just fucking flops on it. He just falls out from the side of the bed. Yeah. It's actually good. I kind of liked it. it. Yeah. <laughs> in front of Maria and tells him that she's got a boyfriend. Mariama sulks on the roof of the school from Persona 5 when... Fuck, I hate this series. Why are all these names so complicated? Tsukushima. You can do this. Yeah, Tsukushima. And a random dude walks through. He assumes the guy is her boyfriend, but he gets hit on the head with a baseball and misses the reveal that he's a follower of Ushio and is issuing a challenge to her. I love how he's like knocked unconscious for like eight hours and there's no repercussions and no one (laughs) found this unconscious child on the roof. Like, I feel like you would check the roof if a child is missing. That's just one of the places you would check. David, we didn't know that concussions were bad for you until 2010. Yeah, you're right. That's when we all got soft and we're fucking liberals can't handle long term brain injuries. Oh, oh, look at this guy. Oh, he, he just had severe mental trauma that totally ruins his quality of life. Oh, look at the baby. Oh, he can't remember <laughs> his children. What a loser. Oh, concussions are serious. <laughs> Getting beaten in the head makes Ariyama have a trauma flashback where a bully tells him he'll never be as cool as his dad, who was the best at using dull, shitty swords. Tsukushima confronts Ushio, but Ushio gets stabbed by that creepy incel Kenoshita, who is actually a twisted serial killer kid who believes that Tsukushima is his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's dark twisted you know on the outside i'm an angel on the inside i'm dark twit this really is some deviant art shit no david this, this is fucking jeff the killer shit this is like right? creepy pasta ass writing and he has to kill her because the author couldn't think of anything interesting mariyama steps in and everyone cuts each other a bit until mariyama breaks kenoshita's sword winning the chapter then everyone is okay including ushio who absolutely should be dead Kenoshita vaguely disappeared and mariyama starts to think that maybe he isn't a weak little piss baby God, what a... F- this might... <laughs> Jordan, if you don't mind, let me start our first impression by saying this may have been the worst first chapter of any manga I've ever read in my entire life. Oh, I disagree. I don't think it's the worst. I think it sucks. But I mean, like, as I said, it's mildly better than SWAT. It's still terrible. Like, that is the lowest bar you can have, I think. Like, by saying it's not the worst chapter I ever read, please do not mistake that for me saying that this is even remotely good or even at all interesting yeah i thought about making one of my guesses but i thought it'd be more fun to discuss this i think this series will probably be a strong contender for something you can riley method yeah yeah where you read one in four chapters yeah absolutely speaking of which that was for beachy and this art style did remind me a lot of beachy oh this is this and beachy are definitely kindred spirits and you know to be fair it's not entirely that their fault this was kind of the primary manga style for this time yeah i think you mean like let's rip off bleach as much as we can oh dude this is like i think that saying it looks like bleach is like too much of a compliment because swat 100 percent tried to look like bleach yes yes 100 percent swat did but you hit the nail on the head when you said deviant art because that's yeah. what i think of when i see this style of drawing this and beachy are like deviant art the manga Absolutely. What is more deviant art? A Beechi is more deviant art. That's fair. Understandable. Just the subject matter of Beechi and all the weird stuff is 100% some stuff I would see if I just Googled or if I Googled. Yeah. If I just searched around deviant art in like 2004. Okay. And then, so Jordan, though, I know you had, I have one positive note, but uh, I'll start yeah. with you. What, what were the things you actually liked about this? Because you clearly liked it more than me. It wasn't so much that I liked it. My main thing was that it just... It didn't drag on as much as it could have. It was a relatively quick read, all things considering. And I don't think SWAT was. Yeah, well, SWAT just made no fucking sense. This, I see where, like, because we, for context listeners, we, just because I have a 
trip. We are doing the main episode two days after the chibi, which is unusual because we usually do a week later. But our guest, Maxie B, was like, I promise you, you can read the whole thing effortlessly in that like day you have. And this chapter took maybe like five minutes to read. So I feel pretty good what he's saying that we can just knock the whole thing out probably an hour. Well, SWAT's main thing is that it was like impossible to follow and just like you couldn't pick up on anything. So you didn't pick up on anything at least. And you know what? Zahn may turn out to be like that. But from the first chapter, my main thing is like I'm picking up what's happening. It's just boring. I also love how they constantly mention over and all, like every single time he mentions that he's got like this dull, awful like training sword. Everyone's like, he's got the sword with no edge. That means that he's either really fucking shitty or a total master with no in between. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Also, this is kind of ripping off. Isn't it? Wasn't like one of the sticks of Ronin Kenshin where he had like an unsharpened blade? Yes. <laughs> okay, just making sure. No, it's, it's actually ripping off uh, Roni Kenshin more than you think, because uh, one of the characters, uh, Zanosuke, has a Zanbato, which the whole thing is that it is a really big, heavy sword with, like, no edge that you can use to just, like, smash things. So he's literally using one of the weapons from Roni oh, Kenshin. Oh, I remember although, that guy. Yeah, although with Roni Kenshin, that was a fucking massive sword, and this is just, like, a slightly bigger and thicker sword. But yeah, so, though, speaking of swords, that was actually what I liked the most, was I think that this premise is actually completely ridiculous, and I think a good offer could have had a lot of fun. Where What if everyone yeah. was a fucking master, and that's how... All all issues were resolved by sword fighting <laughs> in just ridiculous ways. It was interesting to read, given the current political context around gun control in yeah. America. It felt kind of quaint. Like, you're reading it, and it's like, oh, they just got swords. Oh. You can just tell the writer wasn't very smart based on the things they felt they needed to explain. Like, he explicitly says, people usually use sharp swords. Like, yes, that's the point. No shit! <laughs> they were like, beginners and masters both use sharp swords. Like, you don't stop using a sharp sword. That's the point of a sword. You're like, you know, most beginners use guns that fire bullets. Yeah. Well, maybe not in the Gunblaze West universe. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know if that's true, David. <laughs> and speaking of Gunblaze West, you know what's a big problem with the setting of this, Jordan? Is if you what? get cut by a sword, you probably are going to die. So how the fuck are you going to make a series where everyone should die after every fight? When kids should die after a fight. One of the first things that happens is that some bully, and these are just like fucking teenagers, gets into a sword fight with the main character who cuts him, and the bully is shocked that he's not right? dead. Like, dude, what is this fucking hellscape world that you guys live? I mean, they live in America. Ooh. Or even just the fact that uh, they, that one dude, that creepy, twisted, uh, black-pilled incel dude, like, absolutely stabs a kid through the chest. Like, you see the sword come through his chest. That is not a wound that you recover from. That is not a wound that you stay alive for very long after getting. That is a wound you die from immediately. Yeah, you know what they say about knife fights, Jordan? Uh, they finish last? No, the loser dies in the street, the winner dies in the ambulance. I've never heard that, but yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I just invented that. It's very clever. Oh, cool. No. There you go. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, the author couldn't draw swords, which, given this is the point, like, if you notice, the perspectives no. are absolutely terrible on these swords. This is not some very good drawing. You would think, like, he would have, like, just spent, like, hours drawing swords, and that's why he made the series, but... No. 
I could draw probably draw the swords better than him. Like the sword length is very inconsistent. Oh, and that reminds me of the last thing is this is probably the laziest paneling I've ever seen in my entire life. Every single panel is just kind of like a set grid. I didn't, but that's really funny. No one breaks through their panels. Every panel is square. Like, yeah, I know it was harder in 2005, but like Yu Yu Hakusho has unusually shaped panels. And that was definitely before they had computer assistance. Dude, you should see the paneling and get a robo. No, absolutely not. It wasn't like, oh, man, yeah, nobody knew how to make interesting panels until 2010. Like, No, like there have been interesting paneling in comics for like over 50 years at that point. There's no excuse. He was just bad. Yeah, this is just a fucking mess. Yeah. Also, last thing, the girl in this chapter, I mentioned it in the plot summary, but her dialogue pretty much solely consists of her going, stop making fun of girls. I'm going to show you that girls are strong. Yeah. Girls aren't weak. And then the chapter ends with the main character saving her life. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the series is super sexist. Though, Jordan, I can think of one scene. If the series does it, I will say it's the best manga I've ever read. Are you ready for this? Yes. What if they don't have any knives that aren't long swords? So, like, you see someone, like, chopping the (laughs) cucumber with a katana because that's all they have. Okay, that would rule. Like, if it was just a fully sword-obsessed society... That would be cool, but there's no way that's what this manga is doing. The right author could have made this actually a really cool premise where it's just what if every gun was a sword? Yeah, yeah. I can see that as like a six issue series. Luke, you comic master, you should write it. He picks up a fucking fork and it's just like a katana with three swords. Yeah, it's just three small knives attached to it. <laughs> three tiny little katanas. Oh, they don't have spoons. They have to eat soup with their hands. oh we're gonna we're gonna be like man that premise was so fun and forget that the manga itself was really bad in about a year you bring it up and we're gonna be like oh zon that's the manga where everyone was obsessed by swords and stuff and it was like no that was the more interesting version you thought of but david would you read another 10 chapters of fuck no absolutely not me neither this sucks (laughs) i'm glad our guest picked this so we don't have to apologize maxi b we're gonna talk about why you wanted to read this yeah, we're going to make fun of you. <laughs> All right. It's okay. Whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think this was the quickest. I will not keep reading this I've ever had in my entire life. I feel like this is like, you're going to be like, eh, I give it like a bottom D chart. But like, this is FF because you just seem to like it more than me. But uh, yeah. So, Jordan, what else do you want to talk about, bud? Yeah, well, I was just wondering, Dave, what do you think is going to happen next? So here are my guesses. There will be an ultra important character that dual wields swords because that they have to happen at some point. The uh, crazy serial killer guy will be accepted as a member of the group without acknowledging how fucked up a person he is. Because I always found that mm-hmm. was like, especially that was like a trope in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where they never really like, they just kind of ignore the fucked up things they do sometimes. And then I will, the series will shit on guns at some point. So like, imagine someone has like a gun and try shooting you like to flex it. And he's like, ah, guns are nothing compared to the might of like cold samurai steel or some bullshit like that, even though it, it doesn't make sense. Someone pulls out a gun and they're like... <laughs> Weakling. That's the weapon of a coward. Exactly. So they're gonna they're gonna shit yeah. on they're gonna shit on guns and like that. Oh man, I would love it if someone pulled out a revolver and just fired a katana from it. Yeah, the gun gun. No, that well, that would be the sword gun. Yeah, <laughs> the gun gun is different. The gun gun shoots guns. You know. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Especially because this author didn't put like a bunch of references to famous swords on purpose. I mean, I'm sure he stole a bunch of designs. Well, Zazan is, I think, is like well known in Japanese culture. If Guts Sword doesn't show up, I will be very disappointed. Well, that well, I'll get into one of my guesses. Okay, go for it. So here are my guesses. Uh, Ushio becomes a member of their dumb fucking group. You know, like that big douchey delinquent dude. I, yeah. Like, I don't think the serial killer kid is coming back. There was so nothing to him. 
Like the author literally ended it with the with the main character going, huh, that kid just randomly disappeared for no reason. Like, okay, well, <laughs> I think Ushio is going to come back because he's one of three characters that got any attention paid to yeah. him. The next one is... Tsukushima will continue to say that girls shouldn't be seen as weak while constantly getting her life saved by Murayama. Mm-hmm. So I already pointed out, yeah, a little fucking ugh. Yeah, yeah. Also, Murayama's sword gets thick. What thick. do you mean by that? Like a buster sword. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> again, every depiction of this Zanbato that I've seen in other media, it is a big, thick sword. It is Guts' sword. That is the sword that Guts has. It is based on the Zan. That makes sense. All right. But Jordan, though, what is your power word? I got really fucking pissed at you, David. So why don't you say your power word first? (laughs) Yeah, I decided to go with the low-hanging fruit, much like this offer did. I went with dull. You motherfucker. That was my choice. Yeah, I know it was. So I just went with scrap instead. (laughs) That's fair. I think ours are pretty obvious why we picked those. So should we go into some Q&A, Jordan? Yeah, let's do it. So time for Q&A. Just a reminder, you can post your comments in the designated channel in the Discord. I always give priority to our patrons and people that either haven't asked a question before or haven't had their question answered in a few months. So let's start things off with a first time asker. Happy one, two, three boy. Does Jordan sing the opening song for Shonen Flop? No, I actually do it. Yeah, that's true, David. No, it is me. I'm doing my rock and roll (laughs) voice, you know. Friendship on my flop. My power metal voice. Yeah. Maybe actually for the patron shout out, you should just sing it. All right. <laughs> next, <laughs> next from the Stone Hermit. Have you two ever thought of doing a special event or even writing a book on what makes a shonen manga a flop? That's a good question. I guess I'd have to think about. It. It's a cool idea if we could really distill like the easy trappings and stuff. I feel yeah. like I'd want more experience actually making quality stuff because it's easy to criticize without. I mean, I, technically, I am a manga because Jordan knows. Thank you, basketball grandma. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel that is not sufficient enough manga making experience to probably write a book on how to. Make good manga yeah i mean hey you know uh alan moore apparently said instead of uh trying to remake things that are good you should look at things that are bad and see if you can do them better like this premise i guess that is literally what watchmen was huh yeah (laughs) oh there you go next from t-root who would kill who first kuro sensei or mr sakamoto is kuro that's from assassination classroom Oh, well, then I can't comment on this because I haven't read Assassination Classroom. I can because it is not even fair. Kuro-sensei can move at like Mach 10. And while Sakamoto is fast, he is technically a human. While Kuro-sensei is not and is functionally immortal to a lot of the ways that Sakamoto would be able to kill him. This is like saying who would win in a fight, Daredevil or Superman? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, OK, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's a shame because Sakamoto is such a good guy. It's such a great manga. Next question from Scott. What is a question you wish we could ask you? I would like for you to ask me uh, what my PayPal is so that you can send me a ton of money. Yes. Um, I I wish more people would ask, how can we financially help the show? So we could say, (laughs) become a patron. How much money would you like me to give you? I would love to hear that. And Scott is a patron, by the way, so we're not calling him out. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say so. Thank you for being a patron. Next up, we have from Albie. Which adjective are you most likely to use? Crummy, cruddy, or crappy? Crappy. Yeah, I would say crap. Because I remember it was a big deal in the fork, like the Funimation dub of One Piece where they would say crappy. And I was like, oh, he almost said a bad word. Oh, man, they use a word that's bad if you're three years old. Yeah. Uh, OK. Was there something else you want to add to that, Jordan? Uh, no. <laughs> so Albie has another question. You ask, who are you going to call? Um, Your mom. 
Oh, I was going to say my Because fr- she runs the Ghostbusters. Oh, because she's so fat, she transcends physical manifestations of planar <laughs> boundaries. Oh. Because she's so fat, she died. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to call Joe. I'm not answering that, David. I know you're going to do Joe Mama. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Why won't you let me have this? I have so little. I let you have too many goddamn jokes, David. Too many jokes. Right. I don't have any jokes. Too They're not many funny. jokes. <laughs> too It takes a lot to make a joke. Lots of love <laughs> and laughter, too. So, David, if the fourth horseman <laughs> of the manga apocalypse is cancellation... You gotta say who it's from. Who would the other three horsemen be? That was a question by Ozzy Rat. See, David, I did say. All right. One of them is a of whatchamacallit. What is it called? I actually wrote uh, my own my own uh, answers to this. Would you like me to tell you who the four horsemen of the manga apocalypse are? Yeah, this is a level of preparation I've never seen from you before. I know. I know. So the first one is uh, cancellation, obviously. The yep. second one is examination. Uh, yes, that's why I was saying exam arc, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was the first way you were going to do. The third one is novelization. And by that, I mean just wordiness. Yep. And then the fourth one is child predation. <laughs> I like it. I think instead of novelization, I would say explanation, which I think that's a part of yes. where they over over explain things. Or exposition. You know, it's like how people always disagree on what the actual four horsemen of the apocalypse are. There's like five different answers. So this yeah. is just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, before sure to submit yours, but I think cancellation 100 yeah. percent. An exam arc is also it's like <laughs> your list always has war indefinite. So yeah. <laughs> exam arc is the war <laughs> of the cancellation where it's really only the two other ones you have room for consideration if you asked me this question 20 years ago then maybe instead of exi- first of all i would be a young child and have no clue about any of this but if i time traveled back then i would have said maybe instead of an examination arc it was a it was the tournament arc but you don't see yeah. that many tournament arcs anymore because they just do exam arcs instead there i mean some do both some do both that's true Actually, Yu Yu Hakusho did an exam arc and a tournament arc. Yeah, but Yu Yu Hakusho was over 20 years ago, which is what, what I, which is my whole point. Yeah. Like, it used to be that that's what they did. And then I guess maybe Naruto came out and they were like, oh, we can just do exam arcs. Yeah. There are some good manga, though, that have both. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, like yeah, Jujutsu no. Kaisen technically in a tournament arc right now, if you want to consider it that way. Hunter Hunter. It has yeah. an exam arc followed by a tournament arc. And it's still one of the best manga slash anime ever. Yeah. So, I mean, yes. So maybe it's just Tagashi can do this. I don't know. If you're good at writing, you can make anything work. Didn't Alan Moore, he like took a Swamp Thing just to be like, I can make Swamp Thing interesting just for the challenge of it. I truly believe that it is possible to do literally any kind of idea or premise in fiction if you know what you're doing. It's just yes. it's very hard to do that. Well, the reason why we point out tournament arcs and exam arcs is not because they're inherently bad it's because they're done so much by people who don't understand them and they're so common yeah that's fair all right but <laughs> i think enough about that tangent jordan you ready to go to shout outs yes i am all right so moving into shout outs i want to start by saying jordan thank you so much for editing the chibi episodes you're so welcome I also want to give props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati. Thank you, Dylan, for assistance with editing. You can find his podcast at Anime Out of Context at AnimeOutOfContext.com. Thanks to Tucker for assistance with pronunciation, translation, and other miscellaneous research. Thanks to T-Root, Ozzy Rat, and T-Wolfwood for being our awesome transcription volunteers. You can find them on our site as they become available. Jordan, is there anything you want to add to that? I would like to thank you, David, for everything you do for editing no. the main episode. Thank you for 
Oh, you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, all, all right. right. And you can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, shonenflop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. And if you're not in it, as we mentioned, join the Shonen Flop Discord. It's open to everyone, patron or not. Come hang out with us, talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind. Also, we have a monthly movie night. You can find a link to it in the show notes or on our website. And if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. We have a ton of awesome perks like bonus episodes on Maga Chan, Lucifer and the Biscuit, Hammer, Witch Watch, and PPPPP, which we can no longer cover on this series because it has run too long. So now I unironically have to try and read it. I was telling David I did a complete 180. I now think that it's actually drawn very well. Nice. I am. But yeah, <laughs> you can even be listening to us record. And of course, it still helps us uh, meet our next Patreon goal where we'll be able to have more editing time from Dylan. But on that note of patrons, I want to read some of our awesome patrons off. Starting with our lovely chainsaw man, we have Pterodactyl Ghosts and Snorting Coke off of Rem's podacious booty Wall Street style. <laughs> Moving down to the dolphin parent, we have tracking roving animals for all loving girls and raccoons Wolfwood. Going down to the king of the force, we have Albie, Cram, Gabe Lando, Jacob, Andrew Galloway, Josh Robinson, Marty, Rachel, my lovely girlfriend. I hope you have a great time on your trip. Scarlet Myrmidon, Solman Martinez, T, the BB King, BB the. Yeah. Moving on down to the Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have Blah Mumu, BS, Dolphin, Dylan Kreider, Eric Alex Klein, Generic Man, Pons, Hey You, Slob on My... No, I'm not reading all that. <laughs> Kylie Denton, Lincoln Frey, our latest patron, Mara Barra, Matthew Solovich, Mike Carpenter, Sarah Hydra, Shingyo, Sekimoto, Silly Rookie, Simping for Senpai Ash, Staghorn, That One Welder Guy, Trevor Schechner, and Yaji Black. Thank you all so much for your awesome support. Really couldn't do this show without our wonderful patrons. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, you mean a lot to us. You love us. You really love us. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're beautiful. Anyway, you're are we going to do beautiful. that every time? It's you know, true. we did this last. You're beautiful. That's <laughs> true. All right. That guy, right. whatever. Anything else, bud? No. Tune in next Monday for our full episode on Zon with our guest, Maxi B. Oh, yeah. Zon for your pleasure. All right, anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, you've been listening to Show and Flop. This has been Jordan. This has been David. And now, David, you have to fucking say it. Keep on flopping, floppers. Exactly. Bye. Bye.